national and international news from the heart of Liverpool, backed up by the BBC Worldwide. BBC Radio Merseyside. And you're listening to Drive Time with Lee Bennion. It's coming up to six minutes past six. A top Liverpool doctor has today called for the government to review the legal status of heroin. Sir Ian Gilmore, who works at the Royal Liverpool Hospital and is the outgoing president of the Royal College of Physicians, says the current system outlawing drugs is failing. He also claims that decriminalisation could actually improve the health of addicts. On the line is uh, Professor Julian Buchanan. Early in his career, Professor Buchanan worked as a probation officer in Bootle and at the Maryland Needle Exchange Centre in Liverpool. So obviously first-hand experience of addicts. Thanks very much for talking to us this evening. You're welcome. Is it really a good idea to decriminalise these, particularly the hard drugs? I think the question is, is it a really good idea to continue to pursue a war on drugs, which uh, the criminalisation itself is causing so many problems? I think that's the issue. I think we all work together on wanting to reduce the harm caused by drugs. So it's not a polarised discussion about the victims of addiction and those who want to decriminalise. It's really a a need for a very rational discussion about how can we take this forward to try to reduce the harm that's being created. And in my experience, I think the decriminalisation would reduce a lot of the harm because I think in some respects decriminalisation will enable people to uh, to be able to reduce the harm because I think criminalisation can create more harm than the actual drugs themselves. But, but regulation may help addicts, people who are addicted at the moment, so current, addict, current addicts, but it wouldn't stop people from trying it, would it? How, how would you stop new, new people getting involved in drugs? I mean, interestingly, where they have taken steps to make drugs uh, out of the criminal justice system, interestingly, less people have used drugs. So uh, we want to try to deter people from having problems with drugs. Then the decriminalization or having less uh, less legal sanctions appears to uh, make it less attractive for people to use drugs. So in, in countries like Holland, where they have cannabis more freely available, or in countries like Portugal, where they've decriminalised uh, possession of drugs, they haven't seen an increase in uh, people using drugs. I mean, we will never stop people using illicit drugs or, or legal drugs irresponsibly. It will always continue, but it's reducing those harms. But, but, but how would they get hold of it then? If it, if they were, if it was decriminalised and legalised, how would a new drug user who, who is tempted or whatever, how would they then get hold of that drug? Surely it would still be a black market and, and underground. Yeah, well, you'd have to regulate it and make it available either on prescription or through uh, licensing. But which doctor in their right mind is going to give a prescription to somebody who's never taken drugs before but fancies trying it? I I think it would be rare for any GP or any doctor to be giving drugs out to people for people to try. I think we need to be focusing attention on people who've got drug problems. Uh, And I was involved in that with John Marks. I think that the problem is, is if, if you leave people to take drugs underground, what, what, me, what it means is they have no idea of the strength that they're taking, so you'll have people overdosing. They have no idea of the purity uh, or, or the toxicity, whether it's toxic or not, so people will end up dying through poison, uh, as happens regularly with bad batches of heroin. They end up having to go to criminal gangs, so, that, so they end up having to mix with the criminal underworld. I suppose the point I'm making, though, is that regula- I don't see how regulation will stop that underworld existing still in some form. 
An underworld uh, will exist to some extent, but it would it would drastically reduce. I don't think there's a, I don't think anybody. You know, I, I use alcohol. I don't. There is an underworld that sells alcohol. I don't want to go to the underworld to use my alcohol, and, and perhaps you don't either. Mm. So I think there will be an underworld, but it won't be the main point of call or the only point of call. I think the vast majority of people would prefer to use their drugs where they can be sure about the strength, the purity, and not have to deal with with gangsters. And now, criminals. You mentioned it briefly there. You, you worked alongside uh, Professor John Marks, who's, who's a psychologist who, who used to prescribe heroin to addicts as as well as methadone. How did that work? It worked well, to be honest. It wasn't something we did as a force, uh, as a first point of call. It, we, John Marks is a psychiatrist over in Liverpool, and we then later set up a clinic over in South Sefton in Bootle. And uh, uh, psychiatrist uh, Dr. Tim Garvey took over, and we prescribed heroin to a, a small number of people, uh, and it, it worked well. And, and they've done; they've adopted this model, you know, largely based upon the the Merseyside model from the 80s. They adopted this in Switzerland, and there's been a, a, an extensive trial for many years. And the public in Switzerland have have now voted to roll that out across mm. the whole of Switzerland. Now, obviously, I think you advised the the previous government that that things weren't working, and that's what. Professor, uh, that's what Sir, Sir Ian Gilmore is saying today, the, the war on drugs, if you like, isn't working. But isn't it the government's job and everyone's job to make it work? Because surely saying we're going to decriminalise drugs like heroin, that sends out the wrong message, doesn't it? No, I don't, I don't think we're, we're not about trying to send the right message. I think we're, we're about trying to reduce the harms of drugs, and that should be our key priority. Which, pragmatically, which strategy is likely to reduce the harms of drugs? There's no, there's no point in, in trying to wage wars which can't be won. And the actual war on drug is causing more harms than it's actually solving. So mm. we, we've got to be realistic and pragmatic, and uh, we, we need to grasp the nettle and, and, and to see that this war on drugs is turning out to be a war on drug users. And it's just ending up uh, creating massive amounts of criminal activity, a uh, lot of problems to do with... Uh, uh, people committing more crime and to, to purchase the drugs, not knowing what drugs they're taking. I think I'm, I'm in full agreement with uh, Sir Ian Gilmore. I do think that we need to, to make changes here and we do need to think about decriminalisation. OK, well, thanks very much for giving us your thoughts this evening. You're welcome. Appreciate it. That's uh, Professor Julian Buchanan, who uh, worked as a probation officer in Bootle and at the Maryland Needle Exchange Centre in Liverpool. Uh,